Welcome to the Park Podcast, sharing tips, advice and general guidance surrounding the working world. Good morning and welcome to the Park Podcast. I'm Tony Bracken. I'm Gemma Marshall. And I'm Ed Prowl. (laughs) So as you know, in these series of podcasts, we're inviting a selection of experts in their field to join us um, to discuss various things that impact work. And this week, we are delighted to welcome Ed Prowl, who's the MD of The Potting Shed. The Potting Shed, uh, for those of you that don't know, is a pan-island design brand and digital agency. Uh, Park have been lucky to be working alongside Ed and his wonderful team for about seven years. Um, So not only have they supported us with all things brand, um, helping us to, to bring our vision to life, but we've also become good friends and we love working alongside them. So we are delighted to welcome Ed to share his experience with us today. Yay! Thank you. I, 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 I'm just humbled to be described as an expert in my field. <laughs> not something I've ever heard, but I love it. Good. Ed, so the potting shed, for those that don't know, just tell us a bit about that. So Potting Shed, um, by definition, is a a brand design uh, and digital uh, agency. So much like the work we do for Mm. you, um, we've got a bunch of graphic designers, we've got a bunch of digital bods, uh, 17 of us, and we work with different businesses, individuals, charities, uh, Jersey, Guernsey, around the world to put their brand vision, brand strategy and communications together, uh, whether it's websites or animations or brands or print Mm. work um Mm. so yeah quite a spectrum of different creative disciplines to help um, companies great and what's the the, uh, split of people between jersey and guernsey so we have 13 in guernsey Mm. and four in jersey great and so we know you obviously because you're in jersey so when how long ago was that and why you? Why are you coming to the uh, Premier Island? <laughs> <laughs> so it's about, actually, I'm doing my uh, licence again at the moment, and it's been six years since I've been here, which is just crazy. Um, and to be honest, it was we were getting approached by Jersey companies mm. um, to work with them, which was a bit unusual, really. You know, despite us being so close, it's unusual for, for that to happen. I mean, it's great for us, um, and it proved sort of merit meritocracy and the work we were doing it wasn't sort of just the people we knew in Guernsey so mm. that, was, that was amazing um, and we were getting enough um, traction in Jersey to warrant a board meeting where um, the four owners um, decided that we needed a director on the ground mm. in Jersey um, being the youngest without a house and kids and <laughs> wife at the time um, all eyes are on me uh, and I was more than happy to I love I absolutely love it over here mm. um, and what was your experience with Jersey prior to that so, actually, just come across for like football and hockey trips yeah, via school, yeah. uh, and then maybe the odd Booth. sort of weekend trip. But the funny thing is, you experience arriving at the airport, driving to town generally, or maybe to a sports field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And let's face it, Jersey is wonderful, but the airport to town mm. is not showing off Jersey's no, true, true colours. Yeah. So, when I finally started coming here for work and spending a bit more time here, mm. and I began to explore, you know, it just unlocked. Jersey's true beauty, which I mm. feel is yeah. when you get to the coastlines and yeah. uh, in the line. So, you know, that really warmed my heart and mm. um, got me to move over, really. Yeah. And what about, you know, from your career experience? I mean, how did you get into this sector? So it's actually um, not my first choice. So I was actually, we go all the way back to, I think I was about 11 when uh, I went to Elizabeth College in Guernsey and I went for CCF and they found I was colourblind, which is great 
because I went to CCF to be a pilot. Wow. And so I actually obsessed with flying. Um, uh, they said, look, if you're in CCF to be a pilot, you're colorblind, probably not going to happen. Wow. So I moved into D of E, Duke of Edinburgh, which is yeah. very little in that. Yeah. But um, actually then I sort of explored more my creative mind and, mm. yeah, I realised that that's something I felt passionate about. And then just sort of pursued that. Um, mm. I was crap at art. Yeah, I got a D, I think, at GCSE, and that was my mm. worst GCSE. But I still knew that creativity, I needed to pursue that. Um, and then pushed on through to, to university and the creative disciplines there. Um, and yeah. Which uni did you go to? Uh, Plymouth. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So then um, I moved from that back to Guernsey because I had no money. Uh, I got a really crap job. I won't say who it was for, but, but it was basically helping build a vitamin mail order magazine. Wow. Yeah. Super dull. Send, selling vitamins to old people. Uh, and I didn't last long there. It was yeah. it just did not grab me. So when mm. I had the opportunity, I sort of jumped from that to London, where I, you know, that's where I felt I could begin to cut my teeth mm. yeah. in the creative disciplines, um, which is an odd perception when you think about it, right? We sort of just... You know, at that age, uh, twenty young twenties, you just assumed that going to London was where you could ex- had to execute yeah. those crazy yeah. things. Yeah. And now, as a business owner, fifteen years yeah. on, or whatever, I definitely think that corner has turned. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's lots of uh, creative disciplines growing in the mm. islands. Yeah. What was your experience of London like then? I was awesome. Yeah. You know, You've got some funny some mid, stories, I'm mid sure. Mid to late 20s, yeah. living in a shipping container yeah. in East London, um, you know, freelancing, just grabbing any work I could. Mm. Um, it was quite an interesting area in, in the shipping container where I lived. There's a lot of creative disciplines there and mm. ended up working with the two fat, hairy bikers um, on TV, yeah. Yeah. helping them out. It was yeah. a bit of a skivvy and photographer. Love it. And, you know, shooting David Beckham's uh, new football academy. And, you know, it's quite Amazing. ad hoc. Yeah. And, you, know, yeah. It's, it's, you know, you're sort of living hand to mouth at times as a freelancer yeah. in London. But you got to explore what got you excited about mm. your craft and trade. Mm. Um, yeah. So it was it was amazing. And that's it was a great time of your life, young and energetic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Compared to now. Yeah. Old, very unenergetic. <laughs> so Ed's got a, what, four months, is he now? Your little boy? Yeah. Yeah. The little man. Congrats. Eli, thank you. How are you finding it? Being a working dad? The, and... the, the way I describe it is it's in equal measures um, so privileged. Yeah. But the hardest thing in the world yeah. that mm. I've ever done, without question. Yeah. But that balance is, is you know, profoundly Mm -hmm. fulfilling Mm. and you know for every crying evening Mm. or through the night just just one smile or giggle yeah and it washes it all away yeah and as you guys well know you know um, being a parent is one of the most incredible things so yeah yeah, i'm uh, we're loving it yeah Yeah. and obviously you you know to to sort of touch on you know the current environment you've you've gone through the sort of pregnancy birth you know newborn all those phases um in an island that has gone well you know where the global pandemic's been in effect so it's obviously impacted your experience in in loads of different ways um is there anything that you feel has really impacted or yeah i mean i mean for starters i'm conscious not to give the 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 damned c word too much airtime because part of me feels that's part of the problem but it's hard to ignore, mm. um, and it's probably wrong to ignore it fully. 
But, you know, the, the universal impact of this is bananas, right? Mm, and yeah. it, it's touched every single human yeah. being um, on the planet. Mad. My personal experience is, is, you know, much like a lot of people, there's been some really awful things happening. Mm. Um, yeah, it's really odd having a child yeah. in, a, in a pandemic. That's all we know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, I guess you we weren't able robbed, to go scans or anything like that. Robbed of certain things, exactly. Yeah. Scans. Um, and, you know, my poor wife was a bit ill at times and it took, a, you know, 1.8 days to get seen to because of yeah. these frustrations. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 insane. It's in, uh, it's profoundly affected every single vertical of human yeah. existence. You know, as for work... Um, you know, we 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 definitely saw an impact, mm. um, but we weathered it incredibly well. And yeah. now, um, you know, I had the lovely moment of of uh, telling our staff some really great news. Literally um, yesterday, in an email about mm. um, the, the wages, we had to drop wages a bit. Mm. You know, being quite open about yeah. it, not profoundly. Yeah. We did it from the top yeah. first, and with the most. And then yesterday, we told them, you know, from a, from a small percentage decrease, we're back to full increase. Great, great, yeah, and. You know, I, I think for me, there's some. You have to take all this sort of negative energy, and if you've got the right mindset, you need to find the positive ways yeah. to respond to it. And Channel that's, it. That's resilience. And yeah, that's yeah. a great thing. I'm so proud of our team for yeah. and for for showing that, and and I'm actually proud of ourselves for uh, encouraging a team to be that way. Yeah. Um. You know, we haven't lost any members of staff for, for six years now I think and you know that's testament to our hard yeah. work at the at the, the board level yeah but um so I'm waffling a bit but they I truly believe some of the positive things certainly in business and recruitment and is um uh is is morality good morals good business practices I think are really shining and and you know we 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 built potting sheds for people first, yeah. And you know, from reasonably shitty experiences in maybe other jobs, you know, um, in the creative sector for for some of us, we made sure that that was a priority. Mm. And so I truly think that mm. authentic, good morals are businesses that will shine in in a time when we are presented existentially with with so many problems. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, a bit long winded. No, no, no. no and and it's. You know, interestingly, obviously, you know, that with the whole sort of home working, flexible working, all this change, I mean, has there really been that much of an impact for you guys? Because you've already had very much uh, a sort of flexible working environment, haven't you? Which I know is something that you're, you're, you're proud of about, and, and yeah. passionate about as an organisation. So, yes, yeah, spot on. I mean, business continuity or, or whatever we call it in response to this for us was was a flick of a switch overnight mm, because yeah. again when we started the company it was we talk about people first and this flexibility when you build that foundation from the, the inception of uh, an enterprise and you do not err from that path it means uh it means those great things about your people and your staff but it also means you can you can respond so mm. brilliantly to something like yeah. a pandemic um and so when we built it we made sure you know quite a few of us are surfers as as the owners mm. surfing is one of those things that it's not like five o'clock you go right i'm gonna go for surf that's yeah. not how it works yeah. you have tides and yeah. conditions yeah. and stuff so yeah. sometimes you may want to go 11 11 30 you've still got work to do you can mm. still do it but it's mm. not like at five you turn off the creative switch and you stop work yeah yeah um so to that end we've always been generally able mm. to work from home for anybody yeah um and and uh, if you know you're responding to the pandemic as well 
you know, it's really weird some of the things that get highlighted, like nine to five. You know, it's become mm. this phrase in British culture and, and a lot of Western worlds where we put these really odd boundaries on mm. the working world, right? Mm. And mm. we've never looked at it like that. We've always said, well, here's yeah. a bunch of time to do yeah. work and here's a bunch of work and here's a bunch of clients. Let's make sure we hit their deadlines yeah. and we're responsible to the work they do. But it seems odd that we put these, this, this, you know, that's again something that Potting Shed don't prescribe too much to is what I would call business theatre. Mm. You know, these, these slightly odd constructs that become thematic because we're a herd species, hum yeah. humans, and yeah. we, we, we mm. then perpetuate them out. Mm. When actually a pandemic highlights some of these yeah. inadequacies yeah. <laughs> and it gives us the opportunity to, to redefine them, I hope, yeah. positively. So, in you know, in in the whole kind of pandemic midst, did you kind of get a lot of clients coming to you? Well, what are we going to do? How you know a lot of online stuff? I mean, help. Yeah, we, <laughs> I would have thought you were a lot would have been a lot busier. Or did clients kind of say, no, let's stop the marketing budget? What? How did it? It was a, it was a complete mix. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and you know, some people really lost. Yeah, They're like certainly in the first lockdown, people like. Mm. I don't want to be too overselly because there's this really tragic thing yeah, going yeah, on. And you're yeah. like, is it going to be distasteful? Yeah, or it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. So we, we we sort of handled those. Yeah. And you now we look at the impact of lockdowns and so on. And we're like, you have to remain commercial to your best mm. abilities. Yeah. And you're quite right. You we had this massive influx influx of digital um, priorities. Yeah. As you as you would imagine. Yeah. Um, and we completely support and guide people through that. Um, because we can and we know it and yeah. we're able to do it. So that's the sort of practical bit. But then, you you know, we can't help but go into that sort of more moral part as well, which mm. we're more happy, more than happy to guide people yeah. through those situations. Because it's not like it's not like we've got a blueprint for how to respond as a business to no. pandemics. No. But I like to think that Podding Shed, were, we, we weren't pandemic proof, but we were certainly through the way we've sure. built the culture of our business, yeah. we're able to to respond to it in mm -hmm. a way that, that, that we felt, felt was pretty positive mm -hmm. and therein on behalf of our clients as well. Great. Um, yeah. And surely there's also, you know, given the other um, groups or and other communities that you're involved with, you know, there's all obviously the, the opportunity for you to use your creativity with like-minded individuals to try and support, you know, initiatives um yeah 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 absolutely I, I just want to say something as well i don't want to be glib and over idealistic because i fully recognize that there are industries that are far more profoundly impacted mm, sure and yeah. and to that and yeah we during the first lockdown especially um there's a group around called tech x we completely pivoted to be you know a, a digital support, support network yeah amazing you know you've seen the likes of fetch you know fetch, yeah that's that's know, we, yeah, we, basically we, what i was trying to tech x was not mm. responsible it's dave edwards and a great team there now yeah. been just um, acquired by yeah, jersey Post. wonderful amazing. story wonderful story yeah. and that's that's the type of things that's happening through tech x and, yeah. and the pudding shed we're Brilliant. trying to produce um, you know, we even produced an animation around um, the spread of the virus for nothing more than to show how uh, a virus can spread. Yeah. And I think it got ended up getting 30,000 likes, um, 5,000 shares. And, you know, it was a way that creatives, we felt we could contribute to, yeah. to something. Yeah. You know, let's use what we know and we're passionate and we're good at to 
to offer something Brilliant. to society. As you say, you know, something like Fetch, a great example, you know, was there other things that you were involved with or, or even that you saw from, you know, you just saw that that you thought was a great representation of some of the innovation and some of the positives to come out of, you know, a challenging time? Yeah, and, you know, I would reference TechX, um, a tech network group, you know, we completely pivoted that group, which which is a not-for-profit organisation anyway. Then the, the network has got investors, tech minds, and, and business people, and we immediately um, garnered the energy of that group to support. So I mean, there were some amazing things that were happening. You know, we were looking at the track and trace app, which actually yeah, yeah. We, we'd got a long way down. You know, mm. the government of Jersey chose a slightly different route, but. Um, I mean, there was all sorts happening there. Honestly, you, you had Fetch, Feed Off Frontline. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm merely the conduit of, of starting mm. that network. What, what the energy of people, what people were doing there was 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 far, right. far beyond my own capacity. I was, I was merely yeah. the, mm. the conduit. But again, to, to talk about positives and to talk about, you know, being in a, in, in a, in a world where, you know, Obviously, you just you just look at social media. You just hear you know put the television on, and you do feel constantly that sort of negative energy. Um, so to be around and involved in things like that must keep you your energy and your motivation, your positivity yeah, lift your spirits. up. Is there other things you look for for your inspiration, your motivation? What what sort of drive? You know what what are well, the drivers? Certainly not social media. Yeah. yeah. And, and just to comment on that, you know, I know we were discussing it before. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get too serious and existential on this, mm. but I've personally observed, right or wrongly, that we have two viruses happening. One is this COVID-19. The second one is this this digital virus that is, that is completely absorbing mm. humanity. And I play my role in it. I'm guilty as well. I'm not putting myself on a pedestal. But it is sort of worrying more worrying in some instances looking at the social media virus yeah. that's happening um you know i believe that empiricism is being fractured every minute the with the amount of content and bullshittery that goes yeah. on there yeah and it's it's a bit of a shame i don't want to be too negative on it because it plays a wonderful role as well at times mm -hmm. um but we are so lucky, and, and the inspirations, to be honest, is being is living in a jurisdiction that is arguably Guernsey, Jersey, Channel Islands is, yeah. is some of the most safest, most amazing place to be in the world yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, and that in itself just does make you feel incredibly grateful yeah, for yeah. Um, for where we live. Mm. Uh, and beyond that, it sounds cheesy as hell, but the, our staff. Yeah, you know, I've not been able to see the Guernsey staff for mm. over a year now. Wow, is it? And yeah. as an MD, we, we have a co-MD system, so it's not like they're MD-less, but, mm. you know, just what they have, the way they have, you know, self-empowered and just got on. Yeah. You know, that, for me, is as, 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 a, as somebody who runs a business, is the most amazing, warming feeling yeah. Yeah. to know that you can step away and or not be present mm. and that they yeah. all just immaculately... Yeah and positively get on and yeah, do great on. stuff you know and and because uh, i guess obviously apart from the the sort of limitations to traveling you know to guernsey there's obviously also the fact that you are a new dad so you will have been you know getting into that role <laughs> how does the whole new dad you know 
limited opportunities to see, you know, extended family and friends, you know, workload. How's it like managing all that now? That's totally mental. <laughs> it, honestly, I'm not even going <laughs> to yeah. gloss it over. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and again, I recognise that universally this this touches everybody's yeah. parts mm. of life. But, of course. Um, yeah, you know, the, the the it's really tough working from home because yeah. Eli's yeah. in the background. Yeah, yeah, he might need a, a quick cuddle or something. Yeah. Yeah. In in fact, um, two examples. One, I had this insane uh, idea that I could have Eli on a Zoom call with a client. <laughs> And Look he just, how cute he is. Well, no, I had one hand, even bother me. one hand with the bottle off screen <laughs> and then the other one I just yeah. went on mute and it was a total nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Not know what, in what world I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the other one was, I, you know, I sit on the board of JCG um, and we had a committee uh, meeting the other day all, all via Zoom. Um, it was the wellbeing subcommittee. And my poor wife had been a bit poorly, so she was actually in Portsmouth having a um, a treatment. So I had Eli at home, but I feel so responsible to be to be present at these meetings. So mm. um, again, I was on Zoom, <laughs> and Eli's in the background just screaming. Yeah. And every now and again, I unmute myself. Go, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> mute again. Um, look, it is super tough. Yeah, like I would I would tell everybody to go through the parent experience because it's that profound. But mm. You, you can't dress it up as anything other than, than super tough. And, yeah. and all of this is build up your resilience and does all those things. And you learn, and you guys are sort of further down the line, so you know it well yeah. as business owners mm. yourselves mm. and having children. Mm. Um, sometimes but, you're just exhausted. Aren't and yeah. sometimes you are. Yeah. But, but, you know, and other parents really understand and are empathetic, yeah. and, and some are not, and that, that's fine. Um, but I think. What, what I was going to make, it, it's it's weird parallel, but as business owners, I don't know if you do this, but I use a lot of the things I learn in Potting Shed and apply them yeah. to real life. Yeah. I think with children, you know, the whole management, the whole behaviour, you know, there's like things about behaviours, you know, process, conditioning. There's things like this that I really take away from, from parenting to apply to um, work. But I guess it's also just there's there's another driver there you know there's another you know there's another why you, you know what your yeah, why yeah. is so i think that gives energy in itself but as i mean Gemma, you were saying you know after four or five days on the bounce with about four hours sleep yeah but sometimes those 3 a.m if they're occasionally they're pure anxiety and fear but those sometimes the great yeah. ideas can yeah. come then yeah totally. teddy's well, having I mean... a bout of waking up every morning at three o'clock and great he goes back to sleep but i'm wide awake then and then i just start thinking about everything coming yeah. back totally. off and some of my best thoughts come at that yeah. time totally. by eight o'clock i'm wrecked <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. you know but it's um three o'clock i'm ruling the world yeah <laughs> there's you're quite right there's the practical things you've got another another why put dinner on yeah. the table whatever yeah yeah and, yeah, I, I really don't hide behind the fact I'm a very philosophical business person innately. Yeah. I don't, I don't mm. care. That's, that's where I sit yeah. comfortably. Um, and I really think that, you know, parenthood and business, that there's so many overlaps and so many understanding, even in sort of, you know, if I'm giving advice personally, I will use something that culturally we have experienced in Potting Shed and mm. the, how we turned something 
through culture, maybe a negative experience in business mm. through culture, you can apply a, s- a similar set of thinking to, to personal life yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. yeah, You know, you guys like Potting Shed, the apex of human connection. In fact, every business mm. has arguably got human connection. Yeah. To us, it probably comes a bit more naturally because, you know, your job is to really sort of psychologically and, mm. and practically understand mm-hmm. people's capabilities to do a job. Ours is to garner people's um, feelings towards marketing and mm. the creative voice and brand, yeah. which is deeply, deeply creative and psychological. And you, yeah. you have to sort of really, um, on the seesaw of emotions, you, yeah. you've got to be really... Um, empathetic and compassionate to, mm. to what people are doing. So mm. I think there's a really interesting dynamic and yeah. relationship between those two um, facets of, yeah. of life. I think. And you were saying earlier in the conversation that obviously, you know, that, that sort of perception that, you know, to, uh, to hit into this, I've got to go to London, live in London, and how you feel that that's changed now. And so looking back, looking at today for somebody that wanted to, to get a foothold and get into the creative sector um, in whatever way, what would your advice be? So, so if I go back to what would make Potting Shed hire somebody is... Um, personality and portfolio that sounds good on the microphone personality (laughs) portfolio yeah and genuinely those probably take up 90 percent of our decision making okay the personality with a deeply deeply um culture first business that's really important are you a shedder do you understand our why do you Mm, back our why yeah that's really important and obviously the portfolio allows us to to judge the caliber and, and credentials of mm. somebody and do they fit into the even the cultural design of of, of potting shed mm. um and the final bit we'll, we'll you know we may take a quick squiz at their cv yeah you know mm. mu- like probably mm. unlike yeah, a lot of the candidates you get it's the other way, yeah. way around yeah but um which is so fantastic what well. i recommend i mean i'd recommend you know really if you want to be a designer or, or creative or developer, for that matter, you've you've got to obsess on it. You and mm. and and not don't force that obsession. If you're not enjoying it, then and don't obsess on it because you'll you'll be forcing yourself down a cul-de-sac mm. with something you don't want to do. Mm. But you know, if you're a designer, like redesign books, look at the creative world, be critical of design and problem, find problems and try and see how mm. you would use your creative mind to to solve them um and whether it's from school or university we, we take both and and actually yeah. you know there's a big argument of how relevant university is at, at all at any yeah. level at the moment you know probably mm. not get into that debate but certainly we have take people that haven't gone to university sure. as well yeah and i will i just go back to those points mm. if they show that they really understand potting shed and then we we feel that they connect mm. on that why level fantastic and then if we look at their portfolio and it's already wonderful fantastic yeah. if it's showing potential we can harness that mm. and mm. really build them rj one of our younger designers is such a stunning example of all those traits mm. and then he came to punch it now like he's probably fast-tracked three to four years under potting shed to just become yeah fantastic and i guess so it's important then uh whatever age you're starting to feel that that 
that passion and interest to start documenting, to start yeah, yeah. that portfolio, to yeah. start getting things down and record exactly. it. And and I guess we, we'd echo a similar that, you know, whatever um, achievements, achievements etc. you've got, it, it's to start... Log a in. portfolio, start mm, a document, yeah. start, you know, playing with ideas. And, go, and, go, you know. and f- go and find it. Yeah. yeah. Like if you've got a mate who wants a logo or, or you know, they're starting mm. a sports team, or something, like sure. go, go and grab it and, yeah. and work yeah. on it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and there are t- those real opportunities in life, you know. Especially um, now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, um, yeah, just, just problem hunt and, and um, you know, and find that passion, that, that fire in your belly to make the world a, a better place. And, you know, God, it, it does sound profound as a creative. And I remember, like, um, well, you know, first exploring this, I think there was a T-shirt that said, um, oh, God, was it the uh, designers think that a, a design T-shirt will change the world or whatever. And I remember, like, really, re- you know, really believing that. Yeah. And... Um, then I sort of lost my way a bit on that same, but actually, you know, we, we, you really can affect things mm. through creative communications. Mm. You know, it can be easy to think that you sit there and you wait for a client to send you an instruction. Well, no, you can actually mm. get involved in some really deep um, cultural shifts mm. through design and communications. Mm. Uh, and that's kind of why I love it so much as well. And and so to to finally, I mean, you know, what... What do you do? I mean, obviously, you know, you're the MD of the company. You've got your own work to do yourself. You know, you've got a young family. How do you keep, you know, fresh in your industry? How do you keep, you know, what what, what do you do to, to inspire yourself specifically in your industry? Is it yeah. people to follow? Is it books to read? Is it... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's partly all of the above. I mean, to be honest, if you've, if you've got enough fire in your belly in, in mm. our industry... It's not difficult to to find problems yeah. that you want to yeah. to, sol- um, to solve, mm. and that comes through experience. And the more you successfully solve problems, be it uh, macro or, or micro, they each influence your hunger to find yeah. the next, next thing one. that you yeah. want to to solve. But on top of that, clearly, um, the people that you interact with, you know, seek every human exchange that you have as an opportunity to learn and that's mm. ubiquitous mm. not just in mm. design yeah. um books clearly there's i mean there's a bit of a uh, quagmire of design books mm. um obviously we've got a library i'm happy if anybody wants we can recommend some of the good ones um you know something that we implemented which really frustratingly we can't in in covid was we we send our staff away to creative lectures every Every year, whether it's the team or the board, you know, so we've been to Chicago, Barcelona, mm. um, Amsterdam, Ireland, and there you hear, you get beyond the yeah. cultural proximity of our wonderful island to to understand what what's happening in the creative yeah. world globally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then everybody comes back and they're just yeah. the appetite yeah. Is, is, yeah. is ready for, and it's great because our clients will then, you know, get that See extended. The, mm. um, excitement from from that experience so and and lucky enough we we, we actually put on a suite of lectures a few years back with stefan sagmeister and Joachim soto mm. so we actually managed to attract some of those speakers because yeah our desire is to is to push yeah back to your question of london mm. and now i believe that the islands have moved on so so much in the creative and digital sector and we just need to keep 
keep pushing that Momentum, agenda yeah. and yeah. keep it going um, yeah. because it's only going one way right um, yes the evidence is there that the creative and digital sectors are going to be um, you know really influential yeah. and growth yeah. sectors um, sorry waffling again but yeah no that's good that's I think great. we probably yeah. mirror that in the yeah. fact of the the sort of jobs that we've seen that have consistently come up and the departments that we've seen grow yeah um and new roles that are coming up yeah. now as well it's yeah. interesting well, well, interesting as well i think that you know even boards would be mind mindful and to be looking at digital and creative representatives yeah at their board and yeah. again covid is 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 um forcing that agenda a bit more you know mm. you we've had to creatively think on behalf of corporate clients in this situation mm. and that is only going to increase heightened regulations of this mm. different working world how do yeah. you creatively solve a problem and that that needs to happen at a board level yeah and the ability to think creatively is is within us all but it's not natural when you've you've been embedded in a sort of corporate sure. world yeah yeah and the other thing that i know you guys are ambassadors of is this and some people think it's fluffy and whatever is corporate culture culture full stop but we're in a generation or a time at the moment where some corporate businesses have existed before caring too deeply about the environmental issues or social issues or even mm, the yeah. cultural issues and they have to re-engineer this yeah. deep understanding of culture and you will know from your candidates and some research that we actually did together didn't we yes the generation upcoming the profound impact that a company, corporate or not, is culture mm. has on their decision of whether they work for them or not. It's massive, yeah. Yeah, is. yeah. absolutely. So, Particularly in an environment like Jersey where, you know, a, a number of our clients are going to be the same types of business. The job profile will not necessarily be any different. So it's all about culture. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, thanks yeah. Oh. so much for joining us. Yeah. <laughs> Thank it's like, you. That was like, that, that was like the Oscar speech. <laughs> Shut up, Ed. Wrap it up. We've had enough. Get the music on. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We really um, have loved having you with us. Thank you for listening to The Park Podcast, sharing tips, advice and general guidance surrounding the working world. 